I don't see a future uh, of school, work, or community, this flexible future that we all dream of, where we don't have a flexible way to communicate face-to-face. -face. Like, I know that's true. Like, the future of the world needs a flexible way to communicate face-to-face. -face. However, the biggest challenge is, what you point out, is like, recording a video of oh, myself. Oh, terrifying. What? I've recorded a lot of videos of other people, but I don't know. Could I, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm like looking at myself. Uh, I don't know if I can stand seeing bingo, myself, right? Bingo, you hit it. But I just, I just don't see a way that we're going to get to what we want without going there. So so you're right, it is a challenge, um, uh, an adoption challenge, especially when we're talking about high-risk environments or low-trust environments. And so we built Volley initially for teams, um, thinking, you know, this is going to be the ultimate tool for remote teams. And, and while there are tons of teams using it, what we found is there's it's actually more favored by people like creators or coaches mm. or consultants who video just feels natural. They've and been of doing course, it. yeah, like yeah. they've get they've been given a gift to communicate and especially with their voice in the in their body language and why wouldn't they use that gift, right? Welcome to the Who You Know show where what you know is important, but who, who you, you know? know? Who you know can make all the difference in your business, career, relationships, and in your life. And I'm super excited. We're at Video Marketing World 2022. And this show is brought to you by Real News PR. They make you look fly. Ain't all that right? things destination for podcasting. Professionally. Making us look real pause. super good. <laughs> Well, I'm really pumped because I got a superstar in the house. We got Josh Little, and Josh Little is the CEO of Volley. That's right. CEO of Volley, and he's also a teacher turned serial entrepreneur with four successful tech companies, hundreds of millions of users, and multiple exits. I kind of feel like this guy's made a few of these greenbacks. I just feel like I need to do this in advance <laughs> of the show. I feel like I just need to do that. You're kind of a big deal, aren't you? Uh -huh. No, no, no. Just ask my kids. <laughs> <laughs> just ask my kids. Well, That's talk great. to me about that. Like four uh, uh, sex successful uh, tech companies. Tech companies are crushing it. And you're talking about hundreds of millions of users. I'm thinking hundreds of millions of users. If I got one dollar for every user, that's hundreds of millions of dollars. That's just what I'm, that's where my head goes. The, that's right. That's the easy math. You just start a tech company, get hundreds of millions of users, you get hundreds of millions of dollars, and that, that's it. It's that's all you do. Uh, look, a little more complicated than that. A <laughs> little bit but, more. Uh, no, okay. 15 years, life savings, uh, oh. fails, you know, success, fails, success, yes. fails, like all, all of that. Let's in get into that. That's what in, I wanted. That's the meat intrigue, right there. Intrigue, drama. Um, yes. But, uh, Let's talk about some of those failures. Okay. I want to know the start, journey. Start with the hard stuff. Yeah. Started from the bottom. Now you're here, right? Where, mm -hmm. where have you come from? What have been some of those pitfalls and what were the biggest lessons you've learned through that? Uh, well, uh, where I come from, uh, you know, I started as a, a teacher. That's what I. That's what you do when you're. You come from my hometown. You can either work at the prison, the, the power company, or you can become a teacher. If you don't want to work at a restaurant, which is where I was working, and so I became a teacher and uh, immediately hated it. And so I tried to figure out what on earth someone with this skill set could do for the world. And it turns out sales was a thing, and I was good at it. And I went to three Fortune 500 companies before Ooh. starting my first company. Um, in sales and I was just trying to build an e-learning program for uh, mm. a medical device company I was working at at the time and 
because I couldn't do that and it was really hard, I thought, well, I'll just start my own company that just does this. And that was what was the time at that? What, like, what year was, was that? Well, I was trying to build. This is in like 2005, 2006. Mm. You know, so this is like early, early e-learning, online learning was just starting to become a thing. Some of the you really had to build everything from scratch that you were doing, and and that's what we were doing. Um, and it was worth it because of you know the revenue that we were making. You know, in medical sales and medical device and. And it made sense, but it, it just wasn't accessible to everyone. And so I wanted to create a company that allowed anyone to be able to, you know, build online learning programs. Um, and so um, turns out it was a good time for that because everyone else was trying to solve the same problem. And now Maestro, we've created platforms and content for companies like Netflix and Facebook and Microsoft, as well as the who's who of pharma and medical device companies. I knew it. I knew it. I could hear it. This guy's a big deal, y'all. He's dropping them. He's Netflix. You know, you heard it. Netflix and this, that, the other. Yeah, you're kind of a big deal. I like that. Okay, so you're making these uh, like course platforms, yeah. educational Yeah, that platforms. was the first company. That was the yep. first company. What happened with that? You sold it? Sold it. Yep. Sold it. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm cashing out, boy. Mm -hmm. Then what happened from there? What did you do next? Well, it didn't sell it immediately. Uh, so with the profits of Maestro, um, or, or, with Maestro, we, we, we saw dozens of, of training programs and, and learning programs. At the, at the, and when I'm, ta I'm talking at the corporate level and what worked or what didn't work, and what we discovered is only... 10% of what you need to know to do your job, do you actually learn from quotes training? Mm -hmm. You know, the rest of what you need to know, you learn, like, how do you learn it? It's from that text or this video that that person created or that conversation around the water cooler. This is all unstructured, informal learning, right? Right. So how, what if we could structure that? What if we could pull all of that together in something that looked like YouTube plus Facebook plus Loom, right? And, oh. and you know, like, this is 2009, so this is like the year after... Twitter launch. That was a really radical idea for 2009, and so we built that. We we so from the profits of Maestro, we built a software platform called Bloomfire, and Bloomfire was one of the first knowledge management platforms mm. out there. And we ended up creating the category of knowledge management, which is known today, the, the what, what Gartner and Forrester call it. Um, I called it social learning back back in the day. Um, and uh, yeah, so we, we built Bloomfire and, and grew that. It was acquired in two years. It was a, a hot company at the time um, and, and sold that. And right shortly after, sold Maestro. So do you know how to do all the coding and the tech and all of that? Or are you just good at selling the vision? Like, hey, here's my idea. And then building a team of people that know how to do it. Because I don't, I got ideas all out the yin yang, but I don't know how to do all that coding computer stuff. Yeah, I can't code my way out of a paper bag. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, you can sell the vision, though. I can sell the vision Good. and, you know, raise the money and then sell and market uh, the, the product that, that we need to solve the problem for the customer that we're, that we're solving the problem for. Yeah. Have you heard of a gentleman named Jared Yellen with uh, 10X Incubator? Um, they're they're launching ten thousand tech companies in ten years. That's the goal. Oh wow! Holy cow! Yeah, oh, man, he must like stress more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> ten thousand tech companies. Well, I, he partnered I can't up even with one. He partnered up with uh, Grant Cardone, so everything they do is ten. It's ten X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that sounds amazing. Yeah, that's right? their that's their whole thing. They're pushing right now, and so they're getting everybody with ideas on you know even if it's a, a napkin idea, like they want yeah. you to bring it to them, and they've got team of folks that are going to try to help build it launch it m market it like they're going to do all of that yeah right especially you know for a cut obviously right right uh, that, that sounds beautiful yeah, yeah that, 
not something I feel like I can bite <laughs> off, but whew, yeah, yeah, go for it. So talk, talk to us about Volley. Yeah, Volley. It's, it's your uh, newest baby, right? Yeah, it's a new baby. Um, we, we launched it shortly after the pandemic hit. Um, and, you know, given my background of learning and education, um, yeah, I've been thinking about how people communicate for a long time. And when the pandemic hit, it was like, ah. I know what the world needs, a better way to communicate mm. um, because technology has really only brought us digital versions of typing or talking. If you think about it, chat, text, email, that's all typing. And Zoom, even Zoom and FaceTime, that's talking. That's synchronous at the same time. And Volley allows the richness of talking with the flexibility of something like texting. So the best way I've learned to describe it, uh, which is crazy, is video it's like video texting it's in we take turns just like any conversation just like we're taking turns in this conversation except we record our turn with video or what we call a volley or an audio message and then they're automatically transcribed so it's kind of the best of both worlds so you can you can send volleys back and forth to either your remote team or your group membership program or your mastermind Um, but volley was really made to allow groups to communicate richly at scale in a way that doesn't involve scheduling meetings. I love that. I actually teach a service to job seekers. You're probably familiar with it. It's called BombBomb. Yeah. And they're little video messages. They're, I mean, they're, they're not, it's not meant to be this big video. No, it's like, I'm just, if I was to send you a voicemail, yeah. instead of sending you a voicemail, I send you a video message. Yeah. And so you're doing this in like text, like back and forth. It's a back and forth communication. It's back and forth. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, volley. Bomb. yeah, volley. Yeah. yeah. The metaphor works. Right. But yeah. yeah, we, we send volleys back and forth as, and you can, you can chat as a group and have multiple oh, channels. So okay. some people, if you, if you understand tech, it's like something like discord and Marco Polo or Voxer had a baby. Oh, okay. um, so Got pull it. all that together with, you know, rich videos that are automatically transcribed. Now what's the adoption of this tool? Because I know, just teaching my audience yeah video uh is is terrifying for a lot of people so just just getting on video and to like what's the adoption of it like yeah so you just pointed to like the the biggest challenge with adoption you know like i don't see a future uh of school work or community this flexible future that we all dream of where we don't have a flexible way to communicate face to face like i know that's true like the future of the world needs a flexible way to communicate face to face. However, the biggest challenge is what you point out is like recording a video of oh, myself. Oh, terrifying! What? I've recorded a lot of videos of other people, but I don't know. Could I, yeah. I? I don't know if I like looking at myself. Uh, I don't know if I can stand seeing the, myself. Bingo, right? you hit it. But I just, I just don't see a way that we're going to get to w- what we want with without going there. So, so you're right. It is, it is a challenge, um, uh, an adoption challenge, especially when. We're talking about high-risk environments or low-trust environments. And so we built Volley initially for teams um, thinking, you know, this is going to be the ultimate tool for remote teams. And, and while there are tons of teams using it, what we found is there's, it's actually more favored by people like creators or coaches mm. or consultants who video just feels natural. They've and been of doing course, it. Yeah, like yeah. They've, get, they've been given a gift to communicate, and especially with their voice and the, in their body language. And why wouldn't they use that gift, right? And it just, it just makes sense. So, What's so, the demographic that's the resistor? And, and not taking it on. Is there a demographic that you have in mind you know, or you, the, you're aware of? It's n- less of a demographic. It's more of a psychographic. It's Because mm. it's, it's not about like, because we've got people of mm, all. Let's go. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I, I haven't heard that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's more just like it, it, 
it's yeah. it's what's in the mind of, of the person this this hang up of of being seen and mm. and unable to be vulnerable and and that's not like a millennial or a gen z or even a boomer we've got all all ages on volley in fact one of our most active users is a 75 year old french expat who uh is, is bringing a community over uh on volley and they're just chatting it up about living in france all day on volley i tell you what and with my audience um you know we we talk a lot with the baby boomer generation and there isn't a little bit of adoption um you know hesitation at first but once they do let me tell you i literally see a transformation of this person they come and they're like they're scared and timid and you know a little bit hesitant and and then i get them on and it's like they're liberated yeah and you see a transformation of this person and they go out there. Next thing they got a live stream show. Next thing they got this, they got that, they got a podcast. They got, and I'm like, man, this is amazing. You came to me like all scared. And now look at you, you're crushing it. You For know? sure. Yeah. I mean, we as humans, we're elite athletes at this thing. All of us, even the least of us are elite athletes at this thing called communication. It's just the magic of what's happening right now, tone of voice, body language, all that we're taking in, like 93% of what we're taking in in this conversation right now has nothing to do with the words that we're saying. Only mm. 7% of communication is the words that we choose to speak. 93, 38% is tone of voice, which, mm. you, which you're hearing now, and then 55% you're seeing through the camera in body language, right? That's, that's those subtle messages. And that's when we, when, we, when we take a human being who is this elite athlete at communication and ask them to type messages with their thumbs right. on a tiny device, we are just hampering everything great about this, this ability that we have. And so that's why with Volley, we think that's a travesty. And it's also a travesty to have your calendar blocked back to back with meetings. So what's the alternative? A flexible way to communicate face to face, like video texting sending like a volley, video right? sending volley. i also think to your point of what you were just saying um be, because of the way the world and society is working right now like i think it's another reason why people are getting so triggered online because you've got these black and white text you know comments yeah. that may be um a dispute or a debate or against your point of view yeah. and and all of a sudden it's like you're reading it and you're not maybe like if they would have told you their thoughts in person or on video, sure. yeah. there, it would have been a lot softer. Yeah. It would have been a lot different than, than when you read it and it's like, oh, this person just blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And people get triggered and they get back and forth comments and because it's the tonality. All of that gets lost. Yeah. Yeah. We just did a study with 2,000 remote workers and I, I was actually shocked and we should have changed the scale on this which was how often do you, are you misunderstood in either an email or a text message? Mm. Um, That's the key and right and there. so the top of the scale was every day. And it was like once a week, you know, and I think I forgot what it was. And 99% of people said every day. And so we were like, well, maybe we should have broke that down to every hour, right? Because the classic example of this one is we need to talk, right? That, that's the example of like, if you write, we need to talk, Holy crap, there's like 99 ways you could take that and, and 98 of them are not good. But <laughs> if I say, dude, we need to talk. There's just hearing that in my voice, there's no mistaking. I've got something good. We need to talk about it. 
and you're going to be excited when we get together, right? Just just that little bit. And then if you see it in my eyes, it's even more. Just like yeah. It's so it's not like, ooh, well, what about next Tuesday? So I got like, 99 problems, yeah. but a volley ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> a volley ain't one. <laughs> you like that? There you go. Yeah. That's what I'm That's talking good. Hold about. Hold on. Let me write that. Write that down. I got so 99 problems. Let's talk about problem. why you're at Video Marketing World and yeah. everything that has to do with the power of video and all of the tech companies that you've ran and the power of video in your marketing. For sure. For sure. Um, well, I'm at Video Marketing World because I just love Scott. Um, and uh, and this is this is the crowd. Like people who are attending Video Marketing World are our users, somebody who is comfortable r recording a video of themselves and, and trying to market their business and trying to, to grow. And this tends to be consultants, creators, coaches who are our ideal users. And so, you know, when I met Scott earlier this year, I was like, how can we get behind what you're doing and, and, and show up and, and, and be at the party? So uh, here you are. That's why we're here, of course, right? And, and Volley is at its essence, video communication, 55% of volley sent are video volleys because why would you type a message with your thumbs if you don't have to, um, right? So, so that's why. And, and, you know, of course, the power of video to communicate that message uh, when it comes to marketing. Yes. How have you seen the marketing landscape change through the power of video over time? Because you had mentioned, what was that, 2008? Or when did mm -hmm. you start some of these companies? Yeah, yeah. Well, 2007 was the first one, yeah. Which it, YouTube was around. It, it was around, but we weren't all on it quite yet, right? Facebook was around, but mm -hmm. I think I, I created my Facebook account in 2008. You know, Twitter Represent launched Represent for the MySpace. That's right. MySpace. <laughs> We're still on MySpace. I still got one out there somewhere. Friend, I don't know. <laughs> Friendster before that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, what was it? It, it wasn't like till 2014. I'm I'm totally pulling this number out of some cobweb somewhere. 2014. When did Facebook launch video? Hmm. I think it was like 2014. Hmm. Which now, if you think about it in time, you're like, holy cow! That's almost. That I think that was Facebook yesterday. Live because Facebook really? Live was a huge deal because it yeah. was when we had started with the video uh, more on the live video aspect because right. we were so fatigued from uploading videos for clients. We we're in the editing and the right. editing and the editing. Right. And as soon as Facebook Live came out, whoa, 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 uh -huh. wait, we could just go live. Can we just yep. go, let's do it live, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but it right. was not reliable. And right. that was 2015, 2014. So, yeah. but the uploading took forever if Facebook even had it around that time. And then around 2016 is when that started popping and it was working really well. We're yeah. still in the early stages of all this. You think so? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, no, 100%. Well, yeah, of course. It's the last 10 years. Well, like the fastest growing social network that history has ever seen is short form video, TikTok, right? Yeah. You know, so, so the evolution of text, social posts, you know, Twitter, Facebook, early days, et cetera, mm -hmm. to, you know, TikTok now, you know, short form video, there's just so much you can communicate in a video. The power of video to communicate, transform, inspire is, is there, which is why we choose, you know, that for the, the central, form of communication within volley however there there are not many people you know jingle jingling and enfolding in volley like tiktok but uh, uh sorry that was a, a bad <laughs> reference to tiktok memes right now but um but uh but yeah it, it is definitely powerful to, to communicate so i think that's why it's only the natural the natural progression yeah because um, and the way i say that the reason why i said we're still early in this whole game is because like, again, you were talking about it's only been 10 years, Facebook, right, video. So let's just say 10, 15 years, you know, video's really been 
out there, YouTube, Facebook, all of that. Mm-hmm. What's the next 15 years look like? Where are we going? And, and we, we're already seeing it. Facebook coming with Meta and all that. We're going to be yeah. in the freaking outer space uh, in the metaverse and doing this. Like, we're early. This is yeah. early. Yep. What's 30 years look like of this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, our kids, you see what I'm saying? When they're, grow- when they're our age, what does their world look like? It's going to – I can't even imagine because the speed at which technology is flowing right now and the pandemic, like, exponentially – you know, just expedited that whole did. process. I didn't even know what a Zoom was and how many <laughs> really? meetings were we expected Holy to be cow. at in person and now <laughs> you can be virtual, pretty much virtually anywhere, right? Right. Well, I remember I got into a coaching program and it actually was a video marketing uh, coaching program and uh, shout out to Shay Robottom. She teaches this coaching program and this was before the pandemic, right before the pandemic and she had her coaching program on Zoom and everybody was on the Zoom and I'm like, you're freaking genius. <laughs> I'm like, you're freaking genius. This is amazing and I'm like, how am I going to adopt this and do this and da 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 Then then the pandemic hit and then everybody's on Zoom and I'm like, that was the perception. Now you're just the norm. Yep. yep. Like, she was a genius. She was mm-hmm. ahead of the curve. Yep. Right? And now she's like... You know what I'm saying? It's just the norm. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think you called it out with Volley in, in the adoption. It's just like not everyone's ready yet. And that's okay. That's okay. But there is a certain segment that is ready. And that is part of, you know, the answer to the last question of what's coming in the future. Well, a lot more flexibility. We're we're heading into an on-demand world, the uberfying mm-hmm. of everything. Let's of go. Like not just yeah. laundry, not just food. But what about our communication? Why does our commu- Why do I have to show up at a certain time to communicate? Absolutely. Uh, we shouldn't have to do that. I should be able to listen to you on 2X. I should be able to skip back in real time. I should be able to think about what I, what I an- answer before I answer it and not feel like I'm on the spot, right? Especially for us introverts, right? <laughs> Where we can just show up as a much, much better version of ourselves. And so by enabling that flexibility, that asynchronous uh, form of communication, we, we create a super form of, of communication that not only not just hampers humans but makes them even better than they possibly could be absolutely well and you talked about uh the adoption and so i want to ask you this so uh how long has this company been around we we launched a product last year last year okay yeah. so in the in you know during the pandemic and all of that right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so okay um well i was going to ask you how have you seen the the adoption rate since the pandemic but you launched in the pandemic yeah okay because I would have figured the pandemic would have helped adoption rates. It did. If you, if you look at other products like either Snap or like Marco Polo, yeah, the you know Zoom. <laughs> oh, yeah, Zoom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just blew, blew up during up. the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. so right time then. So good timing. Yeah, <laughs> good timing. a little behind the ball because we started building <laughs> right after the pandemic yeah. hit. But that was the cue. It's just like, and that that's my thesis is just like the world. You know, as I said, needs a flexible way to communicate face to face. There's no future in my mind without that uh, that we want, um, and so. Snap, that's interesting, but not quite there. Marco Polo hasn't innovated in years. Voxer hasn't innovated in a century, or sorry, not a century, a decade. So what if, what if like new age technology, like what if Discord did have a baby with something like that, but it was really robust? What if there was a mobile app and a desktop app? What if you could screen record? What if you could create spaces and, and all of these things that we're innovating on? So, so what's the next step? Is it like, is this, do you, do you see this? being part of Facebook Messenger or being adopted by a, a big, you know, tech giant out there and kind of like incorporating it so that it's in everyday, everybody's pocket at all times? Or like, how do you, what's, what's next for you? 
Yeah, well, um, uh, who knows down the road, like what partnerships make sense for us over time. There's a lot of exits along any road worth traveling, which we feel like this is a road worth traveling, right? Um, but uh, what's next for us is is what we're seeing. Are you, we're just like paving the road behind our users. And what our users are doing is monetizing the experiences they create in Volley, whether it's one-to-one -one coaching or consulting or um, group membership programs like masterminds, group coaching programs, accountability challenges, those those 90-day fitness challenges. We've got people making six figures in, in revenue on volley. Wait, 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 wait. You talking about cash flow? Oh, oh, I already, oh, no. I already, oh. <laughs> well, that's what this show's all about. We like to help people get back to their cash flow that's or right. 10x their cash flow or it's all about cash flow, right? That's right, yeah. And so yeah. I love that's what you are about, man, um, and rehumanizing uh, the, this process of communication. For sure. Putting the human element back in. Yeah, for sure. And I love that because I, I teach the job seekers. That's why I was telling, talking to you about that other tool uh, that we teach because mm -hmm. I, I, I teach them. It's really more of an email yeah. Right. And, yeah. Video and, email. Yeah, yeah. Video email platform. And so mm -hmm. we teach them that platform uh, to humanize their job search process. Yeah. Because it's the same thing when they go in their interviews and it's all the black and white text resumes and and, and they're looking at people's LinkedIn profiles, black and white text, black and white text, black and white text to put that human element in yep. early. Uh, actually breaks through the noise. It makes them. It gets attention, and those uh, those video emails actually go viral within the company that they're interviewing at. Mm -hmm. And um, we call it the Trojan horse because it just works really, really effectively. Yep. And you're ahead of the curve on that because not everyone's yeah. doing it yet. You know, it's it's a magic trick that you can teach your clients. So I think it's really smart. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Well, uh, this has been awesome. Any any last questions you have? Or just your what has worked in marketing and what hasn't worked in marketing, and all the companies you've ran. Uh, so I have a really simple marketing strategy, um, and I've had it at all of my companies. It's two words. It's called be remarkable, mm. um, and that's it. Um, just a, because if you're doing things that are remarkable, by definition, they are worthy of remark, meaning people will talk about them. People, The way that you show up at a conference, the way that you build product, the way that you treat your customers, the way that you go the, that extra mile, that it, it, as long as that is the bar that you're judging everything that you're doing, is what we're doing remarkable or not, then um, if not, we must do better. Right. I so it. so I, I got it. a question. So are are is this remarkable or what? This is pretty good. Yeah. Huh? yeah. This studio? Eh? Are you kidding me? Eh? This is I'm talking about this. this yeah, is, absolutely. This will be, but, but I, that's uh, I give credit. Listen. Huh? This is this is it right here. Well, and that guy back there behind the curtain. There's a guy back there. He's uh the Wizard of Oz pushing all yeah, the buttons, yeah, yeah. making us look good, sound good, feel good. And then this Sarah is the Crilly, real news crew. Real news PR. That's they, right. Freaking yep. phenomenal. It's unreal. It's remarkable. It is remarkable. <laughs> it is worthy of remark. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> well, Josh, man, we really appreciate you coming, and thank you for everything. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm so grateful to be here, and thanks for having me. All right. Well, guys, that's the show. It's all about who, who you know. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Who You Know Show podcast. My name is Trevor Houston, and if you've enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing wherever you listen and leave us a positive review to help us keep the mics on in the studio. Until next week, that's the show. It's all about who you know. Who you know.